Rate the Record Podcast, episode 14. That's right, our little podcast baby is 14 now, entering high school. Whole new experiences going on in life right now. Oh my god, the podcast is going to hate us. I, I think it already does hate us. I mean, oh. it's 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 definitely there. Don't worry, it'll like us again once it hits like 18, 19. Everything will be fine. Yeah, once they understand. <laughs> and uh, your parental hosts for this week are Chris and... Savannah. Yay! Yeah, we're back, and uh, we're not. I, I mean, we're digital parents to a podcast, and that's about it. Yes, <laughs> the baby. So yes, that is us. This is our podcast. And if you like our podcast, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube and leave some comments. Because as always, if you've been here before, you know we're trying to build a community, and we want you to be a part of it. Even out there in the audio world, hello, audio listeners, you can still be a part of that foundation too. Like, subscribe, follow, rate, comment, whatever you can do that looks really pretty for the channel. We'd super appreciate you doing that. Yeah. It's funny because you said audio world, like, hello. So I waved and then I thought, oh, that's dumb. I'll I'll put it like some sort of weird voice on there, like Savannah waves. (laughs) She extends gratitude. So if you've been here before, you know that we're just kind of like absolutely nuts like this. We don't really uh, know what we're doing ever. But <laughs> hey, welcome back to the podcast. We're glad that you're here. I uh, hope you enjoy your stay. Have a lot of fun. Be a part of the conversation as per usual. But if you're new and you don't know what we do here, first off, hello. Welcome to the podcast. You can also enjoy your stay. So each week for the podcast, Savannah and I will choose an album, be it completely at random, special occasion, anniversary type edition, or even viewer's choice. We pick an album regardless. We will discuss it at length. We rank the songs and then we rate the record. Woo! That was the most enthusiastic portion of the podcast. Audio warning. Woo! There you go. And thankfully, I'll have to fix that spike in editing. More work for me. (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, precisely. Okay, I'm done. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. But yes, Audio World, that is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Anchor, Bandcamp, Stitcher. We're, we're everywhere and anywhere. And we're, we're spreading like a virus. Uh, very timely joke for the year 2021. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you can catch us anywhere. Huh, great pun there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm on fire today. Oh, my God. That took me a second. Was, okay, that was good. That was good. I like that one. And you know what's funny? I didn't plan that out. That was... I didn't mean to say that but i was like wait a minute it's perfect that's <laughs> what awesome am, what am i gonna do stop myself <laughs> but anyways before we get into today's album each week we like to read a little disclaimer to make sure that we are all on the same level regarding uh talking about these albums and our opinions on it we want to make sure everyone's being cool no one's being a b-hole about things even if you yeah. disagree that's okay we're allowed to we're just here to have fun listening to music so savannah's gonna read you a little disclaimer to make sure we're a-okay <clears throat> The following thoughts and opinions we're going to discuss on Rate the Record regarding this album are strictly of our own personal interests. We are not professional music reviewers. We are simply two friends having fun discussing and listening to music. We encourage respectful discussion and friendly banter of each episode, but we do not condone and will not tolerate bullying or belligerence based on the opinions of ourselves or others. This podcast is a casual and for fun project, and you are welcome to take what we say regarding the albums we rate with a grain of salt. We're watching a lot of like like uh, kids toy commercials. So all the disclaimers are like, so I'll get there. I'll get there one day. Don't chew on toy without parental supervision. Each part's all separate. (laughs) Battery's not included. They say it so fast that they actually say crazy shit like that. That'd be great. (laughs) It's going to be a wacky and wild Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it last year too? 
Jeez. What yeah. A world, what a world we live in now, you know? Yeah. Christmas every year. What the hell is this? Get one every decade. <laughs> That's how we treat people around here. <laughs> you greedy people. Except the Christmas once a decade. That's it. I want gifts. I want attention. Blah, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> Christmas is coming, isn't it? But for now, instead of Christmas, because as of recording this, we're nowhere near that. Well, can't say we're nowhere near. We're not there yet. But we are talking about Pitch Shifter in the album www.pitchshifter.com. Oh, that's dated. (laughs) It is, but there's actually a funny little tidbit about that, uh, which I have written. So, um, yes, I chose today's album. Uh, I chose it strictly because there's a huge nostalgia factor here. To those of you in the audience who ever played Twisted Metal 3 for the PlayStation, um, this was... Twisted Metal 4 was the Rob Zombie one. Twisted Metal 3 had its own separate uh, soundtrack, and Pitch Shifter had three songs in there. So, super nostalgic. I love these tracks. And I was like, you know what? We're going to do the album. Okay, sorry to, to interrupt here, but um, you say three. Uh, I have two that I wrote. Is this a single? So I wonder if those are the ones that were were on the, the soundtrack because they definitely sound like they could be. Uh, well, I, I'll explain that as we get there, I suppose. Yeah. But they do only have one single, but it wasn't any of the ones that was on the, uh, the game. Oh, interesting. All Can't right, wait. so... Pit Shifter themselves, they are an English industrial rock slash metal act from Nottingham, England. They originally formed in 1989 and are still around today despite various hiatuses. The band originally consisted of co-founder Mark Clayton on bass and lead vocals and Johnny Carter on rhythm and lead guitars, as well as beat programming. There would, be a, uh, there would be a handful of lineup changes throughout their history for their fourth album, studio album, the one that we're doing today, pitchshifter.com. The lineup would have Clayton on bass and sampling, Carter on guitar and programming, with new faces such as John J.S. Clayton, which I believe they're brothers, him and the bassist, on lead vocals, beats, and programming, and then Jim Davies, formerly of The Prodigy, on guitars and additional programming. And for real drumming and percussion samples, they also brought in Keith York. This album was recorded between 1997 and 1998 in PSI Studios and Protocol Studios in London, England, as well as the Machine Shop in Hoboken, New Jersey. That's a weird name. Hoboken, New Jersey. (laughs) The album was produced by Gene Freeman, a.k.a. Machine. Uh, He's worked with various metal acts through the years as well, and was released uh, through Geffen Records. The the, The album produced only one single, and that was the song Genius. Uh, fun fact about the album title. I had to write this one because I thought this, this, I was actually shocked about this one. So obviously the album title being www.pitchshifter.com, you would immediately assume their website. Uh, no, the, the title was much more of a novelty, I guess, for its time. Remember, this was like 1998. Um, but the thing is they kept it for a long time, but now the domain itself is actually expired and was never renewed and the band was happy to get rid of it. Uh, and it is currently on sale. You can actually buy pitchshifter.com right now, all you people with deep pockets. It's currently on sale for $6,395. That's and you not can that act- bad. And you can also finance it for 12 months. Oh, nice. How, how, much, for, how much per month? Please sell me on this website. Uh, get at your own damn calculator and do math. I'm done doing math for the day. Uh, when I say that, I do have to do the scores later. <laughs> But yeah, someone go by pitchshifter.com. I'm curious. Don't do anything bad with it. Pitch, pitch, bleh, pitch shifter doesn't suck. So please uh, do something cool with their website. Why don't we just buy it and then just forward it to our site 
or like our stuff. Tell you what, you buy it and I'll pay you off over the course of 20 years. I'll pass. Thank you. Cool. All right. We're settled then. And since we've settled on not buying PitchShifter.com, we could just talk about PitchShifter.com, the album. We are finally getting into it. So song number one, uh, the, the most nostalgic filled track for me, because this was on Twisted Metal 3, Microwaved. Let me know what you got about it. Um, I can, <laughs> I definitely can see myself breaking the law driving to this song. Oh, hell yeah. Um, vehicular homicide that's that's the name of the game here uh i definitely i can no see pun it just just <laughs> just drive in sunny day you know topless gold sebring convertible just weaving in and out of traffic on the freeway that's it launching missiles throwing bombs i'm, I'm just going to tie twisted metal into like everything about this song oh that that's totally cool uh i find this song fairly repetitive i know that i guess from what I've heard of songs or bands in the genre, it just sort of kind of the relies a lot on the beat. So like sort of the vocals or the song, the lyrics don't really matter. They just sort of add to it. Um, but I, I find sort of the, the lyrics kind of make it sound more repetitive than it needs to, I guess. Um, but I like the panning left to right. I, I always like that. They utilize that a lot in this album, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. It's uh some, there was, I think, one song coming up that I was like, eh, not so much. But in the grand scheme, I'm like, ooh, dynamic. Pretty interesting. I like that. Yeah. Um, I do believe that this is a nice buildup to the beginning of the album because it kind of starts quiet, builds its way into the verses and everything like that. It, it acts very well because then it goes into that first very heavy chorus and just kind of, like, takes you immediately. And I mean, like... Um, there's I don't know I'm trying to think of other things to say besides this song gets maximum nostalgia points for me I played Twitch Metal a lot as a kid and I heard this song a lot as a kid so it lives rent free in my head and to this day I still really like this particular track and I, I really like how um, the middle of the track kind of gets really ominous because it kind of gets quiet and that just that one bass with that it's like wah, wah, just kind of goes a lot slower than that though I thought that was really cool uh, it doesn't really let on the flow of the song because of that. Uh, and I just like how it kind of keeps the same feeling all the way through. And I mean, like, really, the combination of, like, the program drums and the real drums are, like, a really good treat in the song. I thought that yeah. was really cool. I like when bands do that. Like, if you do use program beats, sometimes when you throw real drums on top of it or, like, mix it and shuffle it in, like, yeah. it can be really cool. And this is one of those songs where it works very well. Yeah, because just listening to a straight-up <clears throat> drum machine, you're like, okay. It's just like, for me, it feels very one-dimensional. So yeah, adding something on top is is kind of nice. Um, okay, so this isn't really about the song. It's just about like my stupid thoughts in my head when I listen to stuff. Um, for some reason, I just imagine just making a TikTok and all it is is watching a cup of noodles just spin in a microwave while playing this really loud song that's talking about microwaved. That's all. <laughs> I had to add that. You're, you're gonna you're gonna find some people out there who would really enjoy something <laughs> like that. This it is makes one of, me laugh because it's so stupid. This is one of those your sense of humor is broken type jokes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking that. Okay. Yeah, I should probably do that. And then the song was over. So. <laughs> but oh no! If you hold your phone near a microwave, something about toxic radiation. I don't know. There was that thing a long time ago that people freaked out about that. If you have your cell phone near a microwave while it's on, it's gonna like cause radioactive waves or some bullshit like that. I'm pretty sure when like 
I guess when COVID started, air quotes, um, it was like, hey, to in order to clean the bacteria off your phone, put it in the microwave. And people were doing that. <laughs> and they're like, hey, this doesn't work. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, there are uh, some pretty gullible people out there <laughs> trying to be so, nice about things here. <laughs> so dumb. But yeah, I, I un- unfortunately didn't write too, too much about it. Um, it's a song I would listen to again. And uh, I do agree with you that it was a pretty good sort of lead in to the uh to the thing and i do have to say that i enjoy the transitions from song to song throughout this it's not like an awkward pause it just sort of flows into the next song and i like that yeah a little bit there there are some times when it kind of has like that jittery pause but whatever you don't really think too much about it anyway yeah because the song is kind of like off the wall anyway so you're like eh, whatever kind of part of it as you'll probably see in the rest of the album too (laughs) oh yeah Speaking of the rest of the album, how about we get to the next song then? Uh, oh, yes. Second Hand, the next song on the album. Uh, God damn, do I love that that crunchy sounding bass to open the track. I mean, you'll see that you see it a lot in this album, obviously. Actually, a lot of songs start with the bass. Yeah. But because I like that tone of distortion so much, I don't mind it at all. That was my first note. Uh, bass intro. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it does sound really good. Um, I like... I like how the chorus can like still feel like intense without adding too much more. So even as compared to microwave, like microwave had a very intense, heavy, fast chorus. Mm -hmm. This one was still kind of intense and heavy, but like it wasn't as much as the previous song, but like it still felt pretty good in the way it presented it. So I really like that because it had like the fast double kicks and like the chuggy style guitars. Uh, I thought those worked really well together. And, um, I do also like the overlapping vocals you kind of hear in the, the chorus because like he's singing and it's like nonstop and then just the next layer comes in and the next headphone type thing and just to sing over it. And then yeah. the lead vocals come back in over top of that. Like, I don't know. I kind of like the way that was set up. It's really cool. Yeah, I, I think lumping that in with the panning is just the, I, I don't know. It's kind of like, it feels like things are passing you by where it's like you, and you will kind of hear it. And then it's like, it, it, to me, it always feels like you're going on like a like a literal physical adventure where it's like you're walking, you're passing this noise, passing that sound. And it's it's cool. It kind of takes me on a, a more of a ride than if I were to just sort of sitting here listening to just a basic song. Um, I don't know if it was it might have been in the bridge, but it's like a very, very clear vocal part that really came in strong in my right ear. I hated that. I really hated it. I'm not a fan of ASMR and hearing someone so clear right in my ear, personal preference, not into it. So I heard that one. I I like kind of crumpled my, my spine a little bit, but uh, I don't know. The song sounded kind of chaotic in a way. I guess it's not easy to pick out the beat at the beginning because everything is kind of offset or going sort of different speeds, but uh, I liked it. I'm I'm definitely a uh, a fan of this song. Yeah, I mean it is it's a lot of fun. Um, I mean for the most part, like I'm okay with the song as it is. Uh, I think it was mainly the chorus though that kind of carried the song a lot. It was like some of the the best parts of the song, at oh, least yeah. in my opinion. Um, it really ke- kind of keeps it alive throughout the entire thing. It in the chorus gets me hyped just to listen to more of the song too. Yeah, the verses are fine, but I mean like. 
once the intensity of that course kicks in, it's just like, yeah, I like this. I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's fast. Oh. My heart is beating. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I like that where it's any song that just makes me physically want to run. I'm like, give me more. Give me more adrenaline. I like this. Oh, uh, we've gotten back to the Savannah trope of music that makes you run away in, in complete anxiety attack. <laughs> uh, maybe. And it, it'll only continue to come back through future albums. I'm going to pick out something really ballistic one day and just <laughs> it's it's going to ruin your life. <laughs> Probably. Or I'll just drop my headphones and I just won't come back. And you'll be like, where are you? I'm like, I'm in Connecticut because I ran here. I wonder if I can do an entire episode by myself. It probably it'll probably suck. You'll still do your part and then just wait for my answer. And you're like, yeah, I agree. Sounds sounds great. Although I give it an awkwardly long time. Like I'll say my part. I'll wait like three and a half minutes in complete <laughs> silence and be like, hmm, yeah, I got that. <laughs> I don't even I don't need her anymore. <laughs> I I I disagree and think you're wrong, but okay, yeah, moving on. Next song. Or what I will do, so on on my shelf up here, I'm not comparing you to ET, but I'm saying I have an ET plushie. <laughs> it's about a foot and a half tall. So what I will do is set up my cell phone, put ET in front of it. That'll be your window and then the ET will just be you for the rest of the episode. Can I at least be old grandma ET? No, because you won't even have anything to do with this episode. It's just E.T. in your place. Oh. And it's just regular old E.T. that I got. I got it a while ago. Two songs in and I'm already not liking where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) It only gets better from here. (sighs) All right. Next Uh, song. Genius. Uh, There you go. Smooth, smooth enough transition. Thank you. I tried. I had the the Rush one last week. You have this one this week. And it was flattering. Mm -hmm. All right. So. The very first note I wrote for this isn't, I mean, it, I guess it is kind of a commentary on what the song sounds like, but I scripted this as if it was a TV show. <laughs> so it's, it's very short, but d- bear with me here. Okay, guys, I was able to hack the dot matrix of their intra ether web system. I rerouted the server link to the hexa drive, so we're in. I know this. It's a Linux system. <laughs> oh, wait, never mind. I just listened to the first 37 seconds of this song. The movie Code Breakers, I think. I don't know. I made up all that rambling shit. Although the <laughs> I know this, it's a Linux system. That's literally a Jurassic Park quote. Oh. The little girl who's hacking the computer. I know this. It's a Linux system. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Have you seen Jurassic Park? Maybe as a child when it came out, but that was it. Wow. I'm not even a huge fan of the movie. I just remember I saw it not too long ago and it was that line always makes me laugh. I'm just like, I know this. It's a Linux system. So I tried to watch it again as an adult. And when they're sitting in this theater and the old guy with the white hair is like, let me show you. I think it's like the introduction to whatever park. I'm like, no, I'm good. Jurassic and, I tur- park. and I turned it off. Well, I don't know if that's what it is because I wasn't paying attention. I think he was introducing the park or they were doing something. But anyway, I can assure you there's no other um, park in the movie. <laughs> Don't worry, I, I got you covered. I think it's clear I have not seen Jurassic Park. Uh, if people are going to crucify you for anything, it's literally because of pop culture, not just the albums we talk about. All right. So, <laughs> uh, I love picking on you. It's so fun. Makes me feel better uh, about myself. Oh, yeah. If only I wasn't providing you with such fucking uh, material. Y- you oh, are just God. cannon fodder. That's all you are. <laughs> Your words are cannon fodder. But anyways, that little scripted jig at the the beginning there, uh, if that doesn't tell you how 90s I feel like this song is, like, it is so matrixy. I had to make up a jumble of 
smart sounding words that aren't real. Like, yeah. what the hell is Etherweb system? What the hell is Hexadrive? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so if, I guess I, I do have some notes about the song, uh, If Dysfunction is a Function. Uh, the bass line really drives all the way through the verse. Uh, it's actually really good, uh, If Dysfunction is a Function. The sound through the verse might have been awesome back uh, in the day, but I mean, it's just a really stereotype, big stereotype now, but you know what? I am okay with this. Mm-hmm. You'll notice I repeated those first two lines because, goddamn, that's the entire verse. If dysfunction is a function, if dysfunction is a function, if dysfunction is a function, if dysfunction is a function. See, I, I, can, s- just, I can just wander away and keep saying it. I, I stand by what I said at the last song, where or one of the last songs, that uh, I, I, I think just the vocals or lyrics are there just to add something. But sometimes you listen to it going... I think I would just like to listen to the music. Thank you. <laughs> I'll just take that. <clears throat> well, to be fair, though, I mean, going into the the chorus, when he says, I must be some sort of genius, and, like, the word genius, that just kind of, like, it gets kind of, like, stalled and, like, has that really glitchy effect on it. I really yeah. like that. I thought that sounds really cool. It was, like, 17 syllables long. I'm fine with that. Because <laughs> you can just hear it. Like it it kind of goes along like oh that. Um, and I love how heavy the music gets with it. Again, we're kind of getting into that like kind of heavy version to the super heavy chorus. I mean, there are moments on the album where it doesn't do that. So I, I guess I felt better about it. Because if this was the entire album, I'd be like, oh, we have a problem. Yeah. I, I found when the song started... It was like the intro and I was like, oh, this is going to ramp up something good. And then it kind of ramps up and then it restarts. I'm like, oh, we're going to ramp up. Just we're really ramping up. to, Okay. Okay. And then it ramped up for the chorus, but I felt it took too long to get there. I feel like I wanted it to like punch me right after the intro, but I had to wait for a verse. Then I got it, which was cool. That was fine. Um, but three minutes and 30 seconds long, I thought, how is this song not over? Because I felt it very repetitive and I just wasn't really picking anything new out of it. I was like, eh, it's all right. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, that's fair enough. Like the the repetition of if dysfunction is a function throughout the all the verses, I, I guess that gets a little grating, but because I know where it goes, like in yeah. the chorus, I, I let it slide. I'm just like, okay, you know what? Because I like the chorus so much, I'm just, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to go ahead and let it slide. Yeah. Sometimes the uh, the prior knowledge is definitely an upper hand for sure. Well, even if you don't have prior knowledge, the I, yeah. I think the idea of the payoff once you get to the course, it's like, oh, okay, there it is. There's that sweet release. Yeah. Or maybe that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I know for myself, just listening to like a, a repeating line, my brain is so stuck on oh my God, when is this going to end? I'm not really waiting it out. I'm just kind of jumping to, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, okay, I get. The, I, I can relate to that. I mean, not yeah. necessarily in this album or this yeah. song, but I mean, like in general, even in past episodes we've done, I'm pretty sure I've felt that. Yeah, and then the payoff comes, you're like, oh, okay, like it's there, but because I already feel the way I do, it's easier to kind of overlook it and kind of to be like yeah yeah sounds good whatever it was kind of like uh, it reminds me of the guster episode because like the verses felt it was building up to something and then i always said that the the course was like anti-climatic and like yeah there was no real payoff to it and it was always just like a letdown like you're being blue balled by four indie dudes i mean yeah, it's like somebody's <laughs> gonna like they're gonna they're gonna dive into the pool but when you think they're gonna dive they just walk back off the diving board and they just leave and you're like 
what are, what the hell? <laughs> Where'd you go? We can kind of time this episode a little bit because there's this video on TikTok that I saw that it's so simple and stupid, but it makes me laugh every time. It's a picture. It's not a picture. It's a video of this like monkey in front of this pink ball and it's, it just starts clapping its hand backing up a little bit. And it's like, oh, it's going to boot that ball. And then it keeps clapping for like 10 seconds. And then it just keeps clapping and then running past the ball. And then the video ends. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm so let down right now. <laughs> You oh, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the song, too, I will say, um, like, I really dig, like, these me- mechanical, like, choppy sounding, like, guitars. It's like, it's kind of like a breakdown, I, th- I think, around, like, the three minute, ten second mark. Yeah. Like, where things kind of, like, get slow and breakdownish for a minute. But, yeah, like, it's so mechanically choppy, meaning, like, you hear the noise and then the sound cuts immediately because you can tell they cut that in, like, editing, but... Because of the style that they are, it actually works well in their favor. So I was like really digging that. Yeah. It, it really adds to like that technical kind of industrial feel that we've been given so far in this album. So I mean, I'm all here for it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I uh, I got nothing else. Um, it was just kind of there. Like like I say with everything I listen to, like don't come at me if I don't like it. I will listen to it again. Like I might get into it, but first listen. Not so much. I guess that's fair. Yeah, I, I listened. I've been listening to this one a few times. So like even prior to, like even while we were doing Rush last week, I was still listening to the album then because I was, I was excited to listen to it. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to this whole thing through before. I've heard like a numerous tracks. Yeah. So yeah, I give myself some uh, optimal listening time, <laughs> but I had to make sure it didn't influence my Rush score. So I had to keep that fresh in my head. Yeah. By the way, go watch that if you haven't watched it yet. It's, it's out Hell now. Yeah. It was Savannah's birthday episode. Go check it out. Hell yeah. It's really, 29. It's right there above. Super great. 29, feeling fine. Damn right. All the time. All right. So song number four on this album, Civilized. The beginning sounds like they're playing on PVC tubes. I don't <laughs> know why I enjoy that so much. I was picturing it. I loved it. I want an entire song of that. I mean, yeah, if that's what you got from it, that, that's fine. Well, that's like the big question mark point. pops above my head. Um, no, no, I, I, I like that. I uh, just when it starts and you're you're kind of hearing that, and then you get the hi hat. I, I literally found myself sitting here grooving to just a hi hat, and I'm like, okay, weird, but okay, I'm into it. I'll take Are you an this. amateur hip hop producer. That's fine. <laughs> What I do in my personal life is none of your business. Um, also, yes. Um, it took until the first chorus to uh, get me into it, but I was I was pretty into it for the whole thing. Yeah, this this was a good time for us. Kind of a slowdown point because obviously it picks up again. But like this one kind of gets chill for a while. And like real or MIDI, I don't, I'm not, I can't put my finger on what it is. Probably MIDI to be honest. But like that, I dig that chill, like upright bass that you can hear like throughout the beginning. Yeah. I really dig that. Like a jazzy ish type of feel throughout this kind of song. I don't know. I thought that was neat. Uh, but the triplet beat in the verse is so damn cool. Like everything is done in triplets. Like your your basic beat is this, and it's like da na 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 na. Like it's just like it's kind of going everywhere. Like I don't know, I thought that was super cool. Like it it caught my attention immediately. Very happy I heard that one. There are little nuanced things in certain albums and songs that you bring up, and I think, why didn't I hear that? It's (laughs) the only thing you can hear though through the verse. How did you miss it? 
probably because I, I I listen more as in I've never heard this before, sort of discerning like what is this. So listening to the sort of micro parts is like I I miss a lot of them because I'm listening to the whole thing going trying to discern what the fuck it is I'm listening to fair enough but I mean like it's the driving riffs of the the verse so I don't know I, I did you do, were you peeing during like, this song <laughs> no but there is one song that I had to pee while I listened to the beginning of it because it really made me had to have to piss Anyways, break um but uh, no, if it sounds like they're playing PVC tubes at the beginning, like clearly my brain is not on counting the the beats and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> tubes, cool. There's only only so many times I can give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, you can just stop now. I would say like I, I had a whole deck of cards full of those. And now I'm out of the, I'm nearly out of that deck. Oh, that's fine. Join join everyone else in my life. It's fine. Can you please mail them back to me soon? Because no. <laughs> they're physical cards. No. No. Um. So. On top of the triplet feel, which if you listen to the song again, you'll immediately hear it because it's right there, prominent in your face. Uh, the slow, chunky style beat of the course I thought was super cool too. I really like that. It's still heavy, but like certainly more mellow compared to the other tracks. Mm-hmm. So again, it, I don't want to say that like the song got quieter because it technically didn't, except for like the opening portions. But like, yeah, the verse, I mean, the course wasn't as intense uh, as the other ones. And I mean, like, Everything kind of felt the same in this track. Nothing really got too exciting. I mean, it sounds really good, but the thing is, I didn't think that this track had to be four minutes and 30 seconds long. Yes. There's uh, a the- lot I sorry, I was just going to say, there's a lot I like about it, but like they could have done without doing it many more times. Uh that is my uh, thoughts on many of these tracks. Uh, spoiler. Yeah. The chorus reminds me of a Rob Zombie or White Zombie song. Have I cannot pinpoint it, but it mm, it just screams at me. And uh, I do agree. It, it kind of was, I don't want to say one note, but yeah, it just wasn't like, oh my God, this is, you know, this is a complete left turn or this is really amping up. So to me, it's, felt kind of repetitive just because it sort of was moderately the same um also uh sort of chastising me for not picking certain things out of songs i wrote verbatim repetitive but i enjoyed the bleep boop bridge so i wouldn't i wouldn't really would not expect any sort of intelligent uh conversation coming out of me going forward bleep bloop bridge well yeah it's funny well i guess because you'd pick out pick that up because maybe it sounds the most different like even in the triplet portions like it's still like driving guitars and stuff like that so i mean it's stuff you're already used to hearing so maybe it can slip a little more in the background just you're not thinking about it too much but then you yeah you start which speaking of bleep bloop like there's there's i have a note on that coming up later in the album when we get there we get there uh but yeah like it's funny because i particularly don't remember that portion of the song (laughs) Because I was so focused on what I liked about the verses and stuff like that. I was just like, yeah, you know what? I, I, I dig this. I'll listen to that part again. Yeah. Yeah. It's just because I found it was like, oh, okay, like nothing exciting. It's just like a nice summer drive. And then it goes bleep, bloop in the bridge. I'm like, oh, what's that? What is that? <laughs> I like that. That's okay. A summer but drive it, down a jagged road. Jesus. Oh, maybe. Okay, fine. A nice, nice drive through the gates of hell. I'll take that. Excellent. 
All right, song number five. Subject to status or status, as they say in the song. That threw me off. <laughs> he can, and like they echoed the word status like, like a bunch of times at the end of the chorus. I'm sorry, I drank a beer and I'm very gassy. Um, <laughs> but yes, you know, every time he's it's like status, status. I kept saying status, status, no status, status. <laughs> like I was arguing with the song as it was echoing at me. <laughs> And then after the song, you're like, stat-to-stat. Man, it doesn't even sound like a word anymore. Yeah, I love overusing things. I'm just like, it's, it doesn't feel real. Yep, yep. Look in the dictionary. The word's gone. <laughs> I found this song kind of had the same vibe as Microwaved to me. I so did have a note about getting deja vu vibes in this track. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I found that I, I wrote that these songs all kind of sound the same thus far. Just it was sort of like a, I guess a, I don't want to say slow, but just a, a toned down intro and then a more banging sort of verse slash chorus. And it just, it all kind of felt like it followed the same path. So by now I'm kind of like, okay, like when, when, when are we going to get something else? Um, and it sounds like a song specifically written for a racing game. This one was not in a song uh, game as far as I'm concerned. Well, this is one that whether I like it or not, I would put it on just to just to race in Forza or something. I I believe Genius was in Test Drive and Mortal Kombat Annihilation okay. or Armageddon, whatever the hell it was called. I don't know. Microwaved. Uh, and then two songs coming up, uh, WYSIWYG, which is what you see is what you get, and In It were both in, uh, all three of those were in uh, oh, Twisted Metal okay. 3. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, we'll get to those ones as we get to them. Uh, yeah, this one, as, as far as I'm concerned, this one was not in a game. Interesting. I, it, it could be. It definitely could be. Um, it's funny because I wrote this note on this song, but I feel like I could have written this earlier too, but just... I'm I'm really starting to dig like the punk style riffs in this album. Mm-hmm. Very simplistic, like just distorted three to four note, like four bar whatever yeah. feeling to it. And just it's I don't know. I, I really like that when it can pop out. Like I know this is like industrial rock and metal, but I mean at the same time, just I don't know. Just those guitars that have like the light fuzz or distortion on them, really good addition. And I'm I mean yeah, that's all I really have to say about that <laughs> particular part. Just, I like I like the punky feel of it. Yeah, yeah, I can see that for sure. I uh, I was really stuck on oh, this sounds like everything I've heard, so I may have dismissed it a little too early. But uh, unfortunately, I don't have many notes due to that fact. No, that's okay. And yeah, a lot of songs kind of start sounding the same moving forward. Yeah. I oh, actually on the punk note too. I, I did write it's like we're getting kind of punky, and then you in towards the end of the song you can hear the sound of like a spray paint can. I was like, we're getting ultra rebellious now. <laughs> You're like they're on the same. They're, I'm on the same uh, the same wavelength for them. Well, and all the lyrics are like politically driven about like the downfall of society and just how shit things are, kind of thing. You know, oh, and how like technology is taking over. Like that's more or less what all this is about nihilism it's pretty like that's another reason why it makes it so punky because like it the lyrics kind of follow that yeah although i mean like lyrically too it kind of reminds me of certain themes of like kmfdm or something like that Hmm. you're gonna do them someday i've never listened to them i know who they are but i i want to i don't know if i should pick a specific album or just draw one at random I, I like KMFDM. <laughs> Random. I, I knew a couple people who really liked them, but uh, never listened to them. They 
at, at that age, like that my friends were listening to them, it was kind of like a, this seems too dark, too much for me at the time. But now I'm like, ooh, interested. Are curious. D- depending on what era you want to get, you know, that we'll talk about that later because I know I'm going to go off on a tangent. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't have too much more for this one going into yeah. it. I mean, like, uh, it it ends really abruptly too, and it's kind of weird. But I mean, I, I I guess that's fine considering there wasn't a whole lot going on for this song as it was. So I mean, like, yeah, abrupt endings unless done properly usually bother the hell out of me. But I'll let it slide in this one because it's like. You kind of used up all your ideas, so it's a good thing you just kind of stopped yeah. in your tracks. And, and you know, punk, punk songs don't follow any rules, so maybe that was what they were going for. They just cut it off, that's it, done. Yeah, they, they had a, I can't remember, a number of influences, like it even listed on Wikipedia, Nine Channels being one of them, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, like, yeah, like Metallica, Judas Priest, and I think there might have been oh. some punk bands in there too, I don't know. Like, that's their, like, driving influences. Yeah, Interesting. All right, so next song, uh, another one on the Twisted Metal 3 soundtrack, WYSIWYG. What you see is what you get. I just call it WYSIWYG because it's the, who's going to call it W-Y-S-I-W-Y-G? Because it's literally like done with the dots like that, but I just call it WYSIWYG to be very fast. Just It, it sounds like a, uh, a new SoundCloud rapper name. It sounds like a Muppet. Like, because I think of Fozzywig, right? So, I mean, like, uh, Wizzywig's his cousin. Is that what his last name is? I hope so. Fozzywig? Wasn't well, his name Fozzywig in the show? I, am, I, am I even thinking of his name properly? I have no idea. I've only known him as Fozzy, you know, with the hat and the bow tie. Oh, there. you know what I'm thinking of? God damn it. I'm thinking of uh, the Muppet Christmas Carol specifically. Oh, yeah, I've never seen that. It's it, I, It was my favorite christmas movie growing up as a kid and as an adult i'll still watch it because i it holds that charm to me interesting but enough about christmas and enough about the muppets because we have WYSIWYG, the cousin of fozzy um so obviously for me more nostalgia points to hand out on this one just take them make it rain yeah um I mean, that super distorted wailing, like on top of the bass, there's like this really distorted wailing kind of affected guitar that kind of goes all over the place too, just before it goes into the verse. And I thought that was super cool. Like I, it just, it adds more like kind of chaos to the song. And I really like that. Yeah. And this definitely brings back some of the more of the uh, intensity that was kind of absent in the other tracks. Mm-hmm. Like the other tracks still had heavy moments, obviously and fast moments, but like, this song brought back like microwaved style chaos, and I so I really appreciated that it, it made a comeback. I still <laughs> so perhaps I need to listen to this more than once to kind of pick up all the nuances, you know, all the the stuff I may have missed. Um, but I was stuck on the why does this still sound like the other songs? So it kind of put me off a little bit. Um, I, I didn't I actually don't have many notes for this song at all because at this this point I kind of felt a little fatigued where I'm like, can we just get something like just something new? Just just give me like another bleep bloop. I don't know, just something, please. Um yeah, I, I definitely think this is on the, the list of albums that I'm gonna listen to once or twice again just to kind of pick something up each time. Um, but yeah, I found that to me it kind of felt the same feeling like the last two songs so i don't know this this album is kind of turning out to be a sandwich where it's like beginning and beginning and end and then middle and like, mm, mm. 
You really like hitting that microphone stand, don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> I talk with my hands and I'm just like <laughs> everywhere. That's why you need a deal like I got. Oh, you actually kind of see it in frame just a smidge of that little black line. Wait, let me push it there. Now it's out of frame. I broke the fourth wall for a minute there. But yeah, like mine's so far away, I can do this and never hit it. <laughs> um, I can hit the camera, hit the microphone, hit the walls of my table, everything. I... I am just at a, a a dining table, so um, lovely. I, I I I guess little little you know view into the uh, the, the back end of this show. Um, I'm I'm poor, so if you could please subscribe so I could get a better table, that would be awesome. Thank you. Join our Patreon because you know that, that currently exists right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you join our Patreon, we will thank you. Pay us five dollars for a personalized thank you, and it'll yes. be it'll just be the word thank you. But then, like, we'll just kind of mechanically insert their name, like user five hundred three. Thank you, <laughs> user five hundred eight. Thank you. <laughs> and one of them will have a wink and a finger point, maybe. Yeah, Let's if see. you donate a little more than five bucks, you get like a little bit extra. Oh, if you yeah. donate if you donate twenty bucks, you get access to my OnlyFans feed account. <laughs> Fifty dollars, you can get access to mine. <laughs> Oh, so I got the cheap feed. Okay, Savannah's got the real deal going on. <laughs> Excellent. There's nothing I can say <laughs> that isn't going to just cause more questions, so let's just keep going. <laughs> That's the best part. You got to leave more mystery for the audience. Uh, but I really dug the riffs in this song. I really kind of liked how everything was like, how fast it was, just the sound of the riffs themselves. Mm-hmm. Still got that cool punky medalish quality. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop mentioning the punk thing because like, it's pretty much every song from here on out. Uh, and yeah, the super heavy last verse of the song too. It's like basically just the first verse, but just like way more distorted. Uh, I thought that was a really great send off at the end of the song. So yeah, I don't know. It's one of my more favorite songs on the track again with the nostalgia, but I think it sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I won't tell you you're wrong because I don't have the facilities to do so. And we don't have the time to debate why you're wrong. Okay. By the end of the debate... By the end of the debate, you'll be saying, please, sir, which is song number seven on the album. <laughs> there, I, I tried my best. <laughs> oh, yours are way worse than mine. I know, but I can't, I can't boo myself while I'm basking in how funny I am. Oh, if I said one bad enough that I felt I need to boo myself, I absolutely would. <laughs> turn off my microphone for 10 minutes and let you talk the entire time. <laughs> you just hang your head in shame. So, yeah. Uh, I know I said to stop mentioning, but yeah, just the, the punk never ends now from here on out. And I'm all here for it because I think that sounds fantastic on this album. It's, it's a good, it's a really good mix of like styles and everything like that. Um, especially with this bass line too. It's got like the two string chords going on. I really think that sounds cool. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the the mixer of the song. I don't know who mixed and mastered and everything like that, but like getting a good bass tone, especially when you're trying to play chords like that, isn't the easiest thing. So, I mean, like, you made it sound good and you made the distortion on it sound even better. So, I mean, I I definitely took note of that here. (laughs) Why do they have so many choruses in these songs? There's, like, seven of them at the end. There's, like, four of them in the middle. I... I just want to hear an instrumental. That's what I, that's it. That's all. This isn't the album for instrumentals. I can tell you that. It's not even the genre for it. I am seeing that. I, okay. Granted, there are some coming up. I mean. Side note, if there are any, any artists that sound like this, that just do instrumental, that, you know, I would, I don't want to say popular, but I guess 
more quote unquote major, you know, nothing, MySpace, Facebook, whatever. But if there's anything I want to know, Chris, let me know. Listeners, let me know. Everybody throw it to me. I want it. That's I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure the prodigy has a lot of good stuff you can listen to. Yeah, but I'm not willing to weed it out. Fine. I'll, I'll have to make you a personalized I, playlist. <laughs> I want a whole album full of just like, you know, industrial metal gr- instrumentals. I was going to say like grinder on an old car sound. I like that. I don't know. Go listen to some ministry or something. They probably got a few. Mm, that's a good point. All right. I'll be back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Excuse um, me. I got some, we have a bunch more songs to dig through. Uh, this is the last in the last four that makes up the middle of this album sandwich. Um, it's still to me, I'm like, yeah, this sounds like the last couple. I mean, whether they do or not, that's subjective. Definitely my opinion. Um, but yeah, I, I feel fatigued by the album so far. I think I'm just not picking up the differences in songs. And to me, I, they just feel like they're sort of painted with the same brush. So. Are you about to Tom Petty this album? I I don't know. I know that it gets better coming up. To me, a couple more songs, I'm like, I'm on it. And the the score is just right up. That's encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, this is the last last song in the group of four in the middle that I'm like, mm, it's okay. But I'm glad that it picked up after this. Man, so. our lists are going to look very different, aren't they? <laughs> As okay. per usual. I'm okay taking your spot as the villain because it is quite obvious it is natural to me. I, I think it's going to be one of those roles that constantly gets passed off. <laughs> no, it'll never be like one person all the way through. Excellent. I can shed the skin. Okay. Um, I actually kind of like how this one can be heavy without going super intense like the previous tracks. I, I said this for one of the previous tracks too. I can't remember which one already. That's how great my memory is. Uh <laughs> It's kind of like they're using like a dial of heaviness on each track and like it's usually pretty high but they kind of like alter it just a bit all the way through. Mm-hmm. This one feels like it's on a proper level cuz it's it's okay to take a bit of a break once in a while. So I'm kind of glad this one didn't go like super crazy. Although I do like when they do cuz it sounds great but like again, you, you can't have an entire album of that. It would just it would kill you. I mean, see daughters even though we rated that pretty well. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, and also there's also one of those, uh, panning sounds at the end of this one too, but it's like super hard pan, like only in the left ear, then only in the right ear. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. It's very disorienting, but I thought it was really cool. Uh, it it does something to keep your attention despite the fact the song's ending, but yeah, I kind of like that. Uh, (laughs) so I do remember that part because all I thought was, ah, ah, get out of my ear. But uh, yeah, it did feel a little disorienting not hearing even just a faded bit in the other ear. It's just complete cut. And uh, that was kind of weird. But I don't think I would have heard it if I wasn't wearing headphones. So I wonder what it would sound like if I was listening to it like on a sound system, if it would sound as sort of strange. Well, I listened to this one on speakers, actually. I didn't use my headphones for this one. And you could still notice it. Like, it's obviously probably not as jarring. Yeah. But, like, (laughs) I I definitely noticed, like, suddenly over here I only heard sound. Then suddenly over here just thrown away. Like, I can imagine this would smash my brain around. (laughs) did. I'll have to to check it out on my own with uh, the headphones on this time. Sometimes on an album I'll listen to it with headphones. Sometimes not. I probably should use headphones. You'll just get the better experience that way. I almost always do because I get distracted really easily, which is kind of good because then I can actually absorb 
I guess what I'm willing to absorb through the headphones. Yeah. Alrighty then. Song number eight, Disposable. Acoustic guitar at the beginning. Something new. There was something new as I shake my camera off the desk. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I was like, oh my God, something. Oh, it's more of the same stuff. But the acoustic guitar does make an appearance later on in the song. Revived it. I was pleased. Yeah, it, it comes back every once in a while. Like and actually, I, mo- I mentioned too, yeah, before the vocals kicked in, like the acoustic guitar, I wrote right on my notes here. I honestly thought I was listening to a weird detuned version of Polly by Nirvana. Compared to the rest <laughs> of the mix, the acoustic sounds so muddied. Oh, yeah? <laughs> but yeah, like I was listening to it. It, it. it has like the same kind of pattern as Polly. So I started singing Polly like really kind of out of key. And we were like, Polly, want a cracker? <laughs> oh, my God. It sounds like, like an apparition is singing it. Uh, I, I, I had a good laugh about that one, though. <laughs> so I had to keep reciting the song because like I tell myself in my head, don't do it again. Then I do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Polly wanna cr- shut up and then it's weird because I'm arguing with myself out loud yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you get some foot stomps from upstairs yelling shut up <laughs> and, then I, and then I'm like oh like bad it's like I'm just like don't make me come up there <laughs> oh, I like the panning of the percussion in the bridge though that was solid the, uh, I, 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 I just enjoy the panning of percussion it's just I don't know it it kind of feels like I'm surrounded with drums, and I like that. Yeah, they want to put you in the middle of, like, this 3D space, so they just, yeah. like, like to move things around a little bit. I like that always. It And it is interesting how they keep bringing back the acoustic, but even the riff that the acoustic is playing, they put it through, like, a lot of different styles and stuff like that and added, like, a lot to it, which I think is pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. you have your basic acoustic... Uh, you have the distorted guitar line of it. Uh, there's one point where the bass is kind of just doing it in the last third of the track on its own. So you just hear that same riff. And then, like, there's they also put that riff over, like, this really fast snare pattern as well, which I thought was super cool. It, it felt very fresh on, like, the same riff each time. So, like, it was repetitive, but they kept doing something new with it. So it's like, okay, I can dig that. So I'm not just listening to, like, Polly all the way through, you know? Yeah, yeah. I do have Polly to... Oh my, god, oh, my God. I'm talking over that. Um, <laughs> I, I do have to compliment them that they are pretty decent at creating the bridge. Just whether it's a complete drop in intensity, if it's sort of ambiance sort of feeling... Ever, thus far when the bridge hits I'm like okay I'm into it and then it's like the sort of the rest of the song goes on I'm like eh not so much on certain ones but uh, I don't know it's just the really intense and then kind of the you know sort of slow flowing bridge I really like that sort of juxtaposition yeah the songs are generally generally like uh, you're, you're like in a club or a bar and then for the bridge it's like that's when you kind of like step into the bathroom for a moment just to like yes. get some quiet but yeah, then yeah. it's either you leave the bathroom or the sound kicks the wall down and just comes right back yeah you know what that is a very very accurate description because it's like it's kind of quiet kind of you know little muffled I guess and the then music's leave... out there somewhere yeah yeah that I like that that is a hundred percent how I feel sweet. <laughs> Yeah. I said I said something that actually means something good. Yeah, yeah. No, I I like that description. That's definitely how I feel. And every song thus far, I'm like, yeah, their their bridge is pretty pretty good. I like that. Yeah, yeah they do that a lot in this album. Uh, I mean, fits the style, I guess. And the, the composition of every song is generally the same. 
So, I mean, you kind of know when to expect the bridge, I guess. Yes. (laughs) And the seven choruses that come afterwards. Yes. (laughs) All right. Song number 10, double digit time. Uh, In it, which I believe is like, that sounds like a British slang. Like I think we missed one. Did we? Yeah. A better lie. Oh, I scrolled right past that one. Okay, let's go back in time a little bit. Yes. Uh, woo, woo, woo. Uh, weird transition. There's no transition there. <laughs> song number nine, <laughs> A Better Lie, because yes. I can tell a better lie than saying that this song doesn't exist because I scrolled right past it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, about this one, I guess. <laughs> I do like the main riff of this song. Uh, and, I mean, the distorted bass still sounds great. I mean, it doesn't really change the album, so I can appreciate that. It's a sound I really like and keep coming back to. Mm-hmm. And there's actually, like, really clean singing in the bridge too and that sounded pretty decent like there was even a point where like he's not there's no growl in his voice it's just like his voice and i was like i kind of like that like where where have you been hiding this whole time yeah yeah and it kind of sucks that it comes out fair midway to kind of towards the end um i to me this sounded like it it was or could be a single So I I wrote, is this a single? Uh, To me, it kind of sounds like the other ones, but the guitar, I I don't know if it was part of the bridge or whatnot, but when he says, come on, come on, and just the guitar with that, just whatever sound that is, I like that. It it seemed like a a welcome change. It sounded a little cleaner and just less, I don't know, less gravelly i guess less distorted that's the word distorted and uh i don't know i really like that and i i enjoyed this song i enjoy the distortion yeah it's a, Espe- it was well, especially, a little different especially coming into like a genre like this it's, you you have to expect it and i mean like you know again pushing my own music but like as an, i do industrial rock and distortions everywhere in my music because that's just part of the style yeah cool it's like you listen you, you listen to it and you feel like your your heart is just going to fall out of your body because all you hear is and you're like, oh my God, I'm dying. I mean, I even put distortion on my own vocals. I mean, that, that goes to show you how much I put into that style. Yeah. Um, other than that, to be honest, I don't really have much to say. Uh, yeah. It's it's not an awful track, just uh, not doing anything to make the album much better. So it's just, it's here. Here it yeah. is. Well, it's an intro to to a song that I enjoyed. So you can do the song an intro into like what, what's clearly just one of those interlude tracks or felt like an interlude track. I liked it. Okay. Now we move on to in it. The one that we, we can finally get back to a regular spot in time here. Um, I liked it. I liked it. Give me more. No vocals. Give it to me. I like it. Yeah, I figured you'd like this one. If oh, you already yeah. said you didn't like, if you like the instrumentals, then yeah, I, like this one. Um, I liked it. It was good. It's a cool run of like drum sample manipulation throughout the entire track. So I mean, like that's just kind of like a, an absolute display of that. Um, obviously, again, very much an interlude. Uh, yeah. Not much else to see here. Just chill here for a while before we move on, type thing. Yeah, but it's like like chill in this waiting room we have all these fun activities and they actually have fun activities it's not just like a coloring book that somebody has like ripped pages out of i feel like this would be the waiting room like a dark ambient hospital gothic lighting with the purple lights and stuff like that too yeah with mtv cribs on the tv nonstop. do goths watch mtv cribs i don't know maybe (laughs) 
oh, it's the Marilyn Manson episode. Uh, yeah. you, you can say that back then without feeling <laughs> awkward about it now. Just gonna say, uh, uh, caller tug. <laughs> yeah, welcome to 2021 when things aren't the same as they were in 1998. Oh, Lord. Uh, granted, he was shocking back then, but now he's just shocking for a completely different reason. Oh, God. Yeah, spoilers. Um, I can definitely, this song, I can definitely see being in Twisted Metal. Like sure. the, yeah, this was, I, I don't think this was like level music. I think this was like options menu or like yeah, main that. menu I music. Because yeah, I, I, I do remember this one being in there, especially because like some of the drum samples that happened. But like, yeah, I don't think it was actually like level music. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. It, it's been five years since I've played Twisted Metal 3. So oh, dang. I don't remember. I just remember it's there. Cool. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, there wasn't much that I'm like, oh, I really like this. I really like that. I just sat there and went, oh, I can hear the music. This is, I like this. Just jamming, just chilling. That's all. That That's all it was. That's all you need. All right, then we're going to move on then. Uh, number 11, what's in it for me? And actually, uh, speaking of like the, the chill feeling of like the previous track, like the verses are relatively chill in this one too, like before it picks back up again, obviously. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's also intermixed with like some heavy, chuggy stabs and it really focuses your attention like back onto what's going on. So I kind of like how it it's easing you off of the last track and like these like loud, distorted stabs that kind of keep coming in just suddenly pull you back and it's like, oh yeah, I have this album to listen to now. Yeah. I like I, it. <laughs> so I think it was... The beginning of the song? I Okay. So I'm terrible at guessing what instruments make what sounds. So I'm just going to describe them as the sound I hear it. So uh, whatever little bird sound or really like it sounded kind of, I don't know what the hell that was. I liked it. It was cool. <laughs> uh, you're welcome for the nondescript. <laughs> no I have to go back and listen. It, it was within like the first minute. Um, I like that. Uh, I found that this song comes at a good time because I I just felt sort of fatigued by the middle. And after the last song, I felt kind of not hyped up, but like rejuvenated again because I'm like, okay, like I like this. This is like, okay, I, I want to see what else there is because now I know that there's a song that I like. Maybe there's more coming up. So I definitely found that Placing it after that on the track listing is pretty decent. Um, and uh, I, <laughs> I wrote Wii U, but I don't remember why. Wii so, U? Yeah. Is it p- potentially the bass, maybe? Because I know the bass had like this kind of wow effect to it every once in a while. Maybe that's what it was. Um, but I heard that one was like, <laughs> that's funny. I should write that down. Don't know why. Um, Wii U. I must have, Sorry, I, what's that reference? <laughs> <laughs> I must have uh, I must have enjoyed it if I wrote it down. So, and I, I would listen to this again. Good. Yeah, yeah, I would listen to this one again. It, it's not one of my favorites, but yeah, I do like it. Uh, this song had like a lot of the same basic structure as like most of the album has had so far, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It is good that the song was under three minutes um, because, I mean, it had some interesting sounds that it was playing with and it had some really great moments on it and it didn't dwell too long on them. So I'm, I'm glad they kind of like presented them, but didn't like try to overstay its welcome, you know? So, I mean, yeah, I'm glad the song was the length it was. What it did was great. Uh, thank you for not going on too long because other than that, I would have just been like, you're really ex- kicking a dead horse here. Yeah, well, you'd, you'd be, okay, like incoming pun, but you'd probably be sitting there going, 
I'm listening to this, but what's in it for me? Like, what am I getting out of this? <laughs> maybe that's what he wanted us to ask. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's, that's clearly what every band wants you to ask. Why am I still listening to this album? <laughs> <laughs> How, why am I here now? Yep. <laughs> yep. I liked it. Good. Fair. Uh, speaking of liking it, number 12, I don't like it. Uh, Yay, my setup worked. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the actual song is I don't like it, but I disagree. I actually like this song. Um, it's got like this cool, almost trip hop style intro in the ver in like the verse as well. I thought that was really cool because I, I dig trip hop. It's a really cool genre for British people who don't know how to rap. That's oh, literally God. what it is, too. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> um, I like how different that feels. Like, that was a really cool intro. T t uh, caught me off guard. And I also asked myself, how is this song not a single? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, the chorus is heavy, and it's, it is a little catchy. The verses are super chill. Like, it's just interesting overall. So I don't know how. And, like, the timing of the song, too, is fine for radio. So, I mean, like, how is this one not a single? Yeah. I'm surprised that there was. You said there was only one single, right? Yeah, Genius. Yeah, that's. That is ultimately surprising to me. Um, but uh, the, the first chorus felt awkward to me. It just, I guess my my brain may have caught it a beat in or something. It felt strange. But going on, it felt good. So, like, you know, I, I gave it a chance within the same song. So, I'm, it's possible. Um, I I didn't like the uh, the whininess at the end of I don't like it. Oh, that's, I don't know if it's what are you, just five? The, it. I don't know if it's like the if it's the accent or if it's just the way that he ends that phrase. But it was just uh, I didn't. I don't know. Uh, I didn't like. Well, it he's got like a nasally growl in his. Yeah, voice, it's like so. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I yeah. I'm I, that I didn't like. But uh, to be honest, that was the only like criticism I had about the song is just that, and that is something super easy overlook over. Yeah, I guess I could overlook it. Um, yeah. My brain, no work well. No work good. Me no work much better. Damn it. <laughs> I said well. I should, I should have said good. My Anyways. brain don't think good. <laughs> um, there is a part in this, and I didn't write down what section or anything, but uh, it uh, to me it sounded like they were hitting the end of a PVC pipe with a ping pong paddle. PVC pipe part two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was into it. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey whatever gets you to mark a song a little higher yeah oh and it did <laughs> I, I, I know i said the song is like good for like radio and like lengthwise yeah i like i should have kind of not prefaced but like followed that up by saying like i think the song does kind of suffer from its length a little though yeah. if this was another one of those like under three minute songs perfect it would have been fine yeah but like it's one of those songs that again just kind of drags out a little bit I mean, maybe it'll work on radio and maybe you won't even notice it if you're listening to it on radio. But other than that, like, eh, I don't know. When I'm sitting here listening to it critically, I'm just like, subtract about 20 to 25 seconds. I think we'll be okay. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's those seven choruses. I'm telling you, you can cut one out. It's fine. It's okay. If you start doing different things with the choruses, it's fine. If you extend the right parts, it's fine. <gasps> if, you, if you have kind of like a reprise type thing with the chorus, it's fine. But yeah, like... I don't know. Yeah, it, it can be good or bad, depending. It's it's always hit or miss, especially on albums like this. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, that extra 30 seconds is definitely like make or break, too, because it's like you might lose somebody in that 30 seconds. And that that's 
pretty quick to for someone to turn it off. And you're like, no, come back, listen to the rest of the album. Well, to be fair though, this song is like practically at the end of the album. So if if you're losing someone there, it's like, well, at least you got this far. Uh, that's true, but like, so maybe they just like, didn't stick, care. Stick with me for an extra seven minutes. I only have one more thing to tell you. I mean, like, you want to talk about losing me a little bit. Let's talk about the last song on the album. <laughs> oh, ZX81, really? uh, a six-minute instrumental that didn't need to be six minutes long. I, I, I said this last week, too, when we did Rush. Like, every it seems every episode we do, a band can either nail the ending or miss it. And this is another yeah. one of those I-think-they-missed-it moments. Like... I'll get into it a little bit. Like, I mean, the, for some reason, I didn't really need to make a note about this, but the first thing you hear is digitized water dropping. Guess this will be a good one in all caps. <laughs> I literally had to go up and use the washroom because I any any sort of like um, isolated water running. I'm like, nope, that's it. That's it. Gotta go. <laughs> This this song was kind of like another display of like their sample manipulation power. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did kind of like it for a little while too. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I'm I'm back and forth on the song. Like, I'm going to give it some praise, but then I'm going to shit on it at the same time. And yeah. I don't know where I, I mean, ranking wise, I know where I fall with it. But I mean, personally, I don't know where I fall with it. Um, I, I like how intimidating the bass synth is all the way through. Uh, I, I love the tone. I love its growl. Like they they picked out a, they engineered a real good sound for that one. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I got a few more notes, but what do you got to say about it? Um, I, I do have to ask: Is this where Elon Musk got his kid's name from? I uh, hope so. <laughs> yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. Jokes. Um, or is it? The <laughs> ooh. Uh, the percussion sounds like a myriad of firearms. <laughs> It was just like, I don't know, it was either that or like fireworks. And I'm like, I'm kind of okay with this. Like, I, I can kind of tell that a lot of this is uh, programmed, but you know what? Oh, yeah. It's it's okay. I, that's fine. Um, I did put three minutes, no vocals. Could I be so lucky? Well, I was. You got double the amount. <laughs> I don't mind that. I could have listened to that. I, I could just put that on and repeat in the background and do my housework. That's fine. Um, I did not like, okay, I'm not sure what part this was because. Um, <clears throat> it dumb. might be the same thing as me, just depending on what it is. I did not like whatever that high pitch jangly sparkle noise was. I don't know what it was, but every time it came on, I was like, stop. I, I'd have to. You know what? I'll listen to it again. I'll let you know what part it is. And you can just slap up the uh, the time in case anybody wants to, you know, listen to it. Well, let's she see if don't. we, we kind of let's see if we have the same thing in mind. If I have to do that in editing, give me more work and shit. Uh, I do have I'll a note. Five bucks. It's fine. I said around the halfway point, it, it got quiet. And then they incorporated this almost tweet sounding synth that I didn't like much at all. Mm. Was it, it like, was it loud and obnoxious? Because that might be it. Well, on the speakers, it wasn't loud, but in the headphones, maybe I didn't listen to it in headphones. Yeah. But it, it bothered me because the the song feels like it was like three demos mashed into one. <laughs> yes, I will take that. <laughs> um, The first and third parts were pretty good. I enjoyed them. Yeah. Didn't care so much for the middle because of that weird tweeting synth. Yeah. Um, I personally thought that this song was a strange choice to end the album with. Uh, nothing about it felt final. And not that it has to be that way. Maybe it's the way that I like to listen to albums, but I like the last song to feel final. 
Like yeah. I, I, I like to feel like I've made it to the end. You're, you're, you're giving me this one last little goodbye and then, hey, have a wonderful life type thing. If I like you enough, I'll be back to listen again. But other than that, this is how you're going to end an album. It's very confusing. Like, I, do, I don't know what else would have fit better here on this entire album. Yeah. Uh, but, like, this doesn't feel like an ender. And so that it, it, it I try not to let it affect the score, although it did. <laughs> I try not to let it bother me. It did. So, I, I don't know. I'm going to be very biased about my pick. I, I can be biased. My own damn rankings. So, uh, okay. So, if you don't know what else would be an end, where would where in the album would you have preferred to hear this song? Middle. Somewhere in the, the middle. The middle? Uh, like, because let, let me scroll up. So, in it was number 10. I would have put this one actually after Wizig, uh, WYSIWYG. Uh, before please sir so that way like you get the super intensity of WYSIWYG then you get the, like this kind of chill track maybe don't make it six minutes long and then you can like transition to please sir I 100% agree because that is dead center in the four that I was eh, on so that would have broken up some of the monotony for me at least so that is perfect spot for me at least confirmed uh, we are remixing the album then <laughs> Don't, see, we need to buy the we need to buy the web address. Um, I did get more into this when the tempo slowed near the end, so that might have been the uh, quote third demo at the end, third little part. Yeah, I did like I did like that. Um, I think the part I didn't like came before that, so I have a feeling we are talking the about second the second part. Thing. I think we're talking about the exact same yeah. bullshit. I am going to listen to it again just to uh, just to confirm. But uh, aside from that one part i was totally okay with the rest of it like fine with the length fine with it at the end i'm not as i guess uh critical or i don't think of those things that much um sometimes i like the song to kind of feel like a cliff cliffhanger where it's just sort of like i wonder what the next album will sound like maybe you know i don't know it kind of kind of leads me wanting more which may be the point um because some some song or some albums the last song it does end it nicely it caps it off nicely but then i i'm kind of like well i don't really want to like i got the closure i needed i don't really want to listen to more so maybe that was the point um but yeah aside from that middle part i'm into it i didn't really feel like the ending created any intrigue like there was there, there's nothing really though. Like th if this was an interlude to the next album, maybe, but I mean, yeah. like, I don't know, nothing made me think like, Oh, I feel good about this ending. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's just me personally. Yeah. Well, it didn't for me either, but it also didn't end it. It was just there, but I don't think of those things. I'm just like, Oh, track, track 13, 14. Okay, cool. Maybe I'm oh. just a bitter old crotch. I would say so. Yes. <laughs> And we have reached the end. <laughs> this bitter old crotch reaches the end of the album. Uh, although I will say, just as a side note, um, to those who are aware of this album or have listened to it with us, uh, you'll know there's a track 14, Free Samples. We are not discussing that one because it is literally what it says it is. It's, in a, it's like a minute 40 of one sample played after another, like a bunch of 808s just played one after the other all the way through. So that one doesn't count. We're not scoring it. It has nothing to do with our review. Yes. And that would realistically, that's even worse. If we were counting it, that would, I would that song would get like zero because it's not a song. I'd and be like, like, those are noises. Uh-huh. I but it was nineteen ninety eight, maybe they wanted to give you some free eight oh eights, but nowadays in twenty twenty one we have it everywhere. Yep. Y you can literally I, you can download free eight oh eights on your phone for Christ's sake. 
I bet that the physical compact disc copy of this album, you put it in your computer and it has some extra video footage that would be completely pixelated if you tried to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's like 144p, plays yeah. on real player. I, I mean, was like, just gonna say that you have to download real player to and get it. And it plays the work. music through Winamp. <laughs> Uh, we're going I back, bet. aren't we? Oh, I bet. I bet that that's. I bet that. That's or whatever. It. I know. I think it was like real audio or something that came before when it, there was. I think real player was a package back. I don't know. That's a long I time know. ago, and it's also bullshit. I remember watching a trailer for Mortal Kombat two, the movie on real player, and I could barely see what was happening. <laughs> Flashing colors, and then you hear something of fight and finish him and Mortal Kombat, and it's like okay, <laughs> wonderful. But anyways, what just happened? <laughs> where where old <laughs> oh yeah if you can relate with us please let us know down in the comments because we're at the end of the album and we want to know if you're still with us this far yes. through so if you're still watching on youtube like subscribe uh and comment about using real player and and, and winamp back in the day or even if you're if you're not if you're too young and you don't know what the hell any of that is what do you use now i don't care let us yeah. know just fill up our comment section yeah talk to us we're lonely can't you tell the only the only the only uh, interaction I have on a day to day basis is just every every week when we record. Yeah, the the one day a week that you talk to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I ignore your texts every other day. I'm like, you, you, no, no. You just read no. them. You're like, fuck off, and throw your phone over your shoulder. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go buy a new phone and do it again. I buy a new phone. Yeah, it's like uh, like a printer running out of ink. You just buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> so much cheaper. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. So, and and in the audio realm too, you're not you're not alone. You're we're with you here too, and you're with us. Blah blah blah. And make sure you like, subscribe, comment, follow, rate, whatever looks good over there. Please help the channel out because you're still here for a reason. Listening to us ramble like idiots. <laughs> so if you like it enough, let us know. Hell yes. So now that we've gotten all that behind us, we've discussed the album at length, and so now we can rank the songs. Not quite rating the album yet, but trust me, it's coming. Especially if you've been here before, you know that shit's coming. So, above our heads, ta-da, boom, look at that new screen. I mean, not really new, I just subtracted a lot of shit, so now it's just our names waiting for some delicious song titles. I don't know why yes. they're delicious, but I use that word for some reason. Mmm, tasty, tasty, tasty tunes. I speak too fast and don't think about the next word. So then I say dumb things like, man, this that word is delicious. <laughs> and then and then at, at two in the morning, you're laying in bed going, why did I say that? <laughs> as soon as the Zoom call ends, I think that. Like, I don't wait. My brain's just like, hey, remember that dumb thing? Ah, uh, yes, anxiety. Ah, uh, yes. Alrighty then. So we can rank all 13 of these tracks. Again, not including free samples because no, no need. Yep. Fuck 808s. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So the very first song I have is ZX81. I mean, just again, didn't think too much of it. Uh, subject to status. Status. The uh, North American version of status is a status. You Your contest is subject to status in the privacy booth. You're <laughs> hurting <laughs> oh yeah like like any other english person too number 12 you can say in it cold outside uh, in it whistlewig whistlewig <laughs> whistlewig that's the one i was trying to pronounce it like not properly and then i was like i don't even know what's properly anymore <clears throat> my number 
11 is uh, subject to status. Status. Genius. Genius. Wow, that, that's what the first time in a long time you've put a single near the top of the, like, bottom to, whatever, like, top higher on the list than the bigger numbers. Hey, I, don't know. I ain't fit no mold you make. I'm my own person. It only took you 14 episodes to break that mold. I never said I was quick. <laughs> <laughs> so my number 10 is disposable. Civilized. I am not optimistic. No, nope, me, me neither. Not even a little bit. I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like I am. Although, I mean, there's still hope, I think. There's still some we can match on. Yeah. We're not done yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number nine, better lie. A better lie. Please, sir. Please, sir. Uh, this hurts. Uh, yeah, is this going to be our first year in a while? I think so. I literally... Number eight, what's in it for me? <sighs> Disposable. Disposable, like your opinion. I, li- I, liter- I literally think we have like three we can match. Looking at the list, one, two, three, but we're definitely not matching on that one. So I think there's two that we can okay. match on right now. Number seven, secondhand. Microwaved. Okay, we have one left that we can match on. My heart hurts. This I chose this album. My heart should hurt more than yours. I know, but like, I it just makes me so mad. My be, blood sugar's dropping. I don't want to be the enemy anymore. I want you to be like, wow, Sven, your thoughts are great. Other than thoughts are shit. This, this was your awesome. opportunity, and you blew it. So you can't say that I haven't given you chances. Remember how I said benefit of the doubt card gone now? Like I'm out of the pile. I'm really hurt. Like what's number? What's your number six? I don't like it. What's in it for me? That's it. That we. Well, I'm just saying right now we can't match anything. This is a zero <sighs> album. That'll be easier for me in uh, it is editing because that way I don't have to make any of the fonts oh yellow. God. We were okay before we started this show. I had brought up, or like this episode, not the show. Um, I had brought up, you know, having complete inverse lists, and I think that is what's going to happen here. I'm just kind of like looking at certain things. More or less, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that at all. Uh, Where'd I put yeah. that song? Oh, actually, uh, I was just looking at this one on the list here. Your number 11 is genius. Mine's number five. That's genius. Second hand. Second hand. That was close-ish, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> number four, civilized. Uh, better lie. Better lie. Uh, my number three is please, sir. I don't like it. I don't like it. Neither do I. Um, my number two is microwaved. What is it? ZX81? Yes. Yeah, that's my number two. Number one, WYSIWYG. I don't know how any of this was a surprise that the my number one and my number two are both the instrumentals. In it and is number one. It was number one. That's baffling. Like I you can it. like it, but I mean, not number one worthy. Yeah, this well, was like literally set- the main menu music on Twisted Metal Three. I've never played this before. Well, I'm gonna catch your ass up then. Well, I have an Xbox, I'm sorry, which is a superior gaming system, and I've never had a PlayStation, so... It can't even keep its numbering correct, so you tell me it's superior, it's like, Xbox, Xbox 360, S, 1, 5,000, (laughs) 8? Just gonna keep seeing weird shit, or at least PlayStation's miracle. They're thinking outside the box, okay? A little too far outside the box. 
Alrighty then. So, and also PlayStation is older than Xbox Stretch, and this the game is older than the Xbox too. Just saying. I don't oh, know if that's I'm... a good that's not really a good or bad thing to say. Yeah, well, if if you and I are anything to say, things that are old suck. So Real player. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Winamp. Exactly. Custom backgrounds for Winamp. Okay, yeah, we're done talking about old shit now. Even yeah, though this album's this album's pretty old too. I mean, like what, it's like twenty three years old, something oh like that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Time flies. It that's crazy to think. I'm like, that was like a decade. Oh my god, it was not. <laughs> Alrighty shit. then. So that's how we rank songs. No matches this week. A big fat zero to thirteen. The first year we've had since I don't even fucking remember at this point. Probably like one of the first ones. I don't if if Pearl Jam was zero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Daughter. We had uh, we had three. That's our that's our top one so far. Yeah. God. Yeah. I'd, Dang. I think Malibu Ken might have been zero. I don't even remember. But regardless, it's been Maybe. a long damn time. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oh. And man, I... uh, um, I'm sorry. Not sorry at all. That's fine. I'll make you sorry. <laughs> But before I have to make you oh, sorry, crap. we do have an album to rate. I mean, d- despite the fact that we rank songs very differently, we could have similar views on the album rating itself. True. So, uh, unlike last week's absolutely fucking disastrous transition, 10 second transition. I don't know if you've watched that yet. I but, am uh, super critical of myself, so I have a hard time watching. I'll just give you the time code for when I started using the transitions. It's it's the most berserk thing you've ever seen. Excellent. That's uh, all I want to see is wildness. I didn't have the cube, so I just did a bunch of uh, a visual cacophony of actual shit. Um, so I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm just gonna do. I'm gonna do a nice star wipe this week. As go back to the classic star wipe. Well, hello there, rating screen. I haven't seen you in a whole entire week. I mean, Savannah, too, I guess. We're, we're on the same level here. Look, look, Rush. Rush is in a good spot. It's yes, as I, as not I said in a last good week, category, but in a good spot. As I said last week, I'd fix it as needed. So obviously, yes, better than Dream Theater. But it ranks just higher than Malibu Can, just under Nirvana. So it's it's in the C-plus section, whatever. It, it, you still get to go uh, on your summer vacation without any, uh, you know, worry about an F on your report card. Perfect. Yay! Amusement Park. Yay. Although I know that there's some A-plus Rush albums out there somewhere. We all know what they are. Just not yeah. Red Bones. Yeah, Test for Echo. Woo! A-plus. Maybe. Anyways, maybe one day we'll get to that. <laughs> it's not even on our list, but still no. nice to think about. But we are here today to talk about this particular album. This particular album. <laughs> there it is the second time around. Pitch Shifters. www.pitchshifter.com. You really got to slur through those W's. www.pitchshifter.com. Yep. <laughs> you don't need your own individual letters. Get out of here. Oh, remember when you had to type in HTTP colon and it wouldn't work if you just put www? You remember that? Maybe a little bit. I didn't have like home internet until like the early 2000s. Oh, uh, I, uh, I went with my grandfather to, uh, I believe it was Staples to buy a box of Netscape Navigator and we installed it together. He showed me how to log on. It was, it was very strange for what I remember to be an eight year old. So that's pretty badass. Oh, yeah. Damn right. 
Shout out to the floppy disks. Anyways, <laughs> we keep talking about things that are like super outdated. Uh, so I think we should probably just get to our uh, album rating, which yes. is very timely okay. uh, because we just finished discussing the song. We ranked the songs and we got nothing correct this time with each other. So that's a little weird. Mm. But maybe, yes. just maybe, our album score is going to look a little better. And this week, you get to go first. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I... The whole time I was assuming that I rated it higher than you did. Um, I still have that feeling. And I did <laughs> uh, 69.23. God, you wish you rated it higher than me. Mm. <laughs> you didn't. Wait, that's not well, how I do math at all. <laughs> well, <laughs> one can dream. Okay, so you said 69.23. Yeah. Two, three. And then I'm going to go ahead on my little calculator here, add my score of 69.61. <laughs> Seriously, you made me feel bad for that. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh my God, that was so close. God so damn. obviously, we get the <laughs> haha, nice, funny sex number for our final since we got like, <laughs> we're right there. 69.42%. Nice. I'm just writing down, down my paper real quick so that way I don't forget. So that means it's going to be, I think, somewhere, you can't see it's because hiding behind everything, but it's going to be <laughs> somewhere in that area. But for now, I'm just going to put it here. Again, like Rush, I'll fix it as needed, but yeah, you just know it's in the, it's in the C tier. <laughs> I, I am confident with my score, knowing that I didn't lowball it. Actually, realistically, uh, it, it is. It's it's got to be higher than Rush. I, I got it written here. Hold on, I got. Yeah, oh, it is. But is it higher than Nirvana? Oh shit, that one I don't know. I'll fix it later. I don't know. Yeah. If it's higher than Nirvana, it's literally the top of the tier. That's interesting. That's been yes. sitting there forever. Quite interesting. Take the naked baby off of Tom Petty and put it onto Guster's colorful <laughs> wheel. <laughs> I think something is wrong with my ears. You say that every episode, so I'm, uh, I'm just I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I think I need to get them checked or get my brain checked. Ah, yes, the old full frontal lobotomy. <laughs> then you'll finally start agreeing with me. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Well, then that was super close, wasn't it? Something like, what, 0.38% off of each other's score. It's one of the closest God. we've had in a long time. It's on the edge of my seat there. Whew. Well, and the fact that you thought it was going to be higher than me, you can't. It's like if you draw like a king out of the pile, it's like, oh, you can't get higher than that. Someone gets the ace and you're like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, just so you know, I would win because I have all of your cards. You said it earlier. So saying. Yeah, but it's not a proud deck to be an owner of. It's benefit of the doubt cards. You don't want many of those in your pile. You know what? Like, I already said that you're the only person that I talk to once a week. Okay. I don't have anything. Let me have these cards. Thank it's you. like having a pile of old maid cards, but they're just all old maid cards. <laughs> what a weird hand that would be. That doesn't even make sense. But it's funny to think about. I'm going to go ahead and just give you just a little bit more material. Make fun of me. I have no idea what you just said and what that means. Old maid? I don't the know. The card game? Is. I've never played it. You're you're oh, whatever. It, maybe it's called something else, but I've never played it. I was about to hurl an insult your way, but I'm trying to be nice about things. Yeah, you know what? No, that's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> I I grew up in a bomb shelter. Okay, I know nothing. It's fine. We're at the end of the episode anyway, so I think anything I've wanted to say about you is already out. And Excellent. I mean, we have plenty more episodes coming down the road, so I mean, I can talk as much shit as I want to you like every single week. But we have to wrap this one up for the time being. Uh, so yes, thank you very much for watching this episode. If you made it all the way 
to this point, not even watching, but also listening as well, uh, on YouTube, like, subscribe, comment. I, I can't remember what we told you to comment before because my memory is so goddamn short. Do it, though. Just go back and listen to it uh, two more times and then do what we asked. Thank you. I'll know when I get this in editing because I always have to listen to everything twice. So, yes, <laughs> like, subscribe, comment, help us build that community. And audio listeners, same thing with you. Like, subscribe, comment, rate, follow, anything you do. Just don't follow us in real life. Other than that, we're good, though. But if you want to continue following us in the digital world, there's also social media, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We are at the Rate the Record podcast, and you can follow us on Twitter at Rate the Record, which, yes, I have been getting it more into using that for Rate the Record. So please follow us over there, too. I'm We're currently at a big old round goose egg zero followers over there <laughs> because we don't really advertise it too well. Yeah. We've advertised the other ones way better. And we're just like, Twitter, what's that? Here's an account anyway. That's okay. That'll be a gold mine because once, you know, it's like, oh, I listen to this podcast. Oh, I follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Ooh, I wonder if they have a Twitter. And they're like, oh my God, it's a gold mine of ridiculous comments and posts. They'll regret it and suddenly not be fans anymore. Mm, yeah, it depends. Really depends. So yeah, that was the episode. Thank you very much for watching. But before we let you go, as per usual, you know we got another episode coming next week and we like to give you like a little uh, tidbit of a hint of a grain of salt or whatever about next week's episode. And yep. Savannah's going to kind of tell us about next week's episode. Uh-huh. So I came into this completely unprepared, forgetting uh, who it was that we were doing next week. But now that I have been politely reminded. Um, so what I what I know without researching this band um so the band uh normally everybody says uh the band name but they say the in front of it or the um that's actually not what the the band is called it's it's just noun that's it so you know y'all been saying it wrong um it has a oh god a notable drummer a myriad of notable guitar players because at one point we kind of had one in one out in rehab out of rehab and then and, a bunch of people uh, go solo too yeah oh and pretty good too like definitely notable careers and uh they i know a couple of members have passed away thus far but uh i think they said that they were never going to get back together and then i think a decade or something, or maybe even more than that, they uh, they got back together with an appropriately titled album. Dummies, you went against your own will. <laughs> you made the money but, ch change you. <laughs> what about the album we're doing, though? Is there anything special about the album that we're doing next week? It is. There is an anniversary, which I think is, what, 45? 45, 45 it is. Yeah. That's funny. I like how I know more about it than you do, and you're the one introducing it. Or teasing it, I guess. Well, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> well, with that information given, I mean, it, it might be kind of obvious if you kind of connect the dots there. Yeah. But until then, I mean, that's next week. So come back for a special anniversary album, 45 years old. Oh, this yeah. Some of the bitches turning. We and are both so excited to do this one. I, I have a lot to say about one particular track, and you'll know exactly what that means when it comes. But until then, keep listening to some awesome music out there. Follow us on social media and such, and we will see you again next week. Take care, friends. Bye-bye.